Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, it's time for another episode of Kick Some ADHD, and with me, as always, is the one and only Dana Rayburn. Dana, how hey, are you? David, I'm great. Today, how are you? I'm doing all right, but you know what? This is one really effed up year. Is that okay for me it, to say? It is, and when I said great, I was ex- exaggerating. You were lying. Yeah. It's what we do, though. We, I mean, because we it's can't talk we about... You can't talk about how we're really doing right now because, God, that would be depressing. And also, everybody is doing pretty crappily right now, too. We probably should say there may be some nasty language in this episode. So if you have little ones you're trying to protect, um, put in your earbuds. Yeah, good good call. I mean, I don't, I'm not setting out to just, you know, drop stuff on people. But, yeah. you, you know, this is a, it's, we decided to do this and we're kind of like inserting this in between some things because we had a, a an episode planned, which will run as scheduled. It'll just be a week later. So we're, 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 we're interrupting. But Part of the reason we're doing this, Dana, is because you just went through this crazy ordeal. I know we, we'll mention it next week, too, but you you had to evacuate your home. And it's just, I hate to say it this way, it's just so typical of this freaking year, 2020. What the heck with fires and, and, and stuff? And hurricanes and, I mean everything else. And so what David and I were going to do something typical and planned and everything. And then we decided, no, we need to talk about the realities of 2020. It's, it's, it's basically a dumpster fire of a year. Truly. And, and that we went from 2019 that was pretty screwed up also. And to thinking 2020 was, you know, all exciting and wonderful. And then bam, um, life hit. And, and there's a lot going on out there for everyone. And David, you and I've talked about how if it's hitting everyone, it's hitting people with ADHD even worse. That's true. It is. And and I, I also find that people who, who may not have ADHD or may not be diagnosed or may not know what this is like on a daily basis to have neurochemistry, you know, brain stuff affecting your ability to function, um, People are experiencing this, some of them, for the first time this year. And, yeah, and, and that, that they are. They don't have ADHD, but they're they're seeing some of what it's like to be in our shoes. So that might be something we talk about as well. But yes. Yeah. What, it's just a crazy year. You think about the pandemic, the lockdown, people's – I mean, our work has changed. I mean, you know, Dana, you and I have worked from home, both of us, for a long time. But a lot of people are working from home for the first time. And their kids and their spouses and everybody's around. They're trying to homeschool while they're trying to work. Oh yeah. my gosh! And then and then, not even mentioning the um, the fires. I live in Oregon, and the town right two miles from me is gone. It just burned down last week. And Phoenix, Oregon, and and you're dealing with hurricanes in Florida and in the South. And I mean, on and on and on. And then we have record breaking heat and the temperatures, Oh my gosh! you know, drought. We have 
tornadoes we have I, I the the story i saw just this week is like oh uh, there's new, there's a new mosquito borne disease affecting people <laughs> in michigan uh, oh yay i had heard that one i mean so, yeah, it's, it's just crazy it's like what else could there possibly be it's almost well, there can always be so don't say that dana's rule number one okay. is never say there can't be more or it can't get worse because it always can so we don't say that we need to learn to deal and if there has ever been a time when we need hugs, Ugh. it's now. And because of the pandemic, we can't. Right, right. And and and, and, and hugs are, are 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 an example. But like you think about the last time I traveled anywhere, Dana was in November, and yeah. I, all the conferences and places I was scheduled to speak this year canceled. The so I, so I'm not only am I locked down with just the people I'm locked down with, which right now is just my daughter and me, um, when she's here, and, but but like I haven't seen key, key people in my life, friends. We can't go have a drink at a bar. I mean, we could actually in Florida. Some of them are open, but you know what I mean. Like it's not wise, and so you're not going to do that. Yeah. And and there's so many like sort of side effects. Not to mention unemployment. So many people have lost their jobs. Businesses oh, yeah. have been impacted. Yeah. Thankfully, my business is okay. Dana, yours is okay. But yeah, but my husband and my daughter are both unemployed. My and goodness. yeah, and and I, my mom and and this is just us. Everybody is experiencing this. And my mom is 94. She's in Colorado. I haven't seen her since January. I haven't seen uh. my my ever all my families in Colorado, but us. I haven't seen them since January. My and yeah, so and we're not saying these things because we're feeling sorry for ourselves. Right. We're saying these things because this is the reality, and so many people are experiencing these same things. So, Dana, I saw a tweet this week, and are you okay if I read this? It's like a Twitter thread. So, oh yeah, it, it'll, yeah, it'll take just a minute. But just a quick context on this: this is from someone I don't I don't know her, so it's you know I'm not asking her permission, but she tweeted it. It's public, so you know, Doctor Esther Chu, and she is um, a a physician. Um, at the, she's also a professor. So she's at the Center for Policy and Research in Emergency Medicine at Oregon Health and Science University. Woo, 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 woo. Top, top medical school in Oregon. Yay. All right. Yeah. So, and, and I, someone in the ADHD Twitter community shared this Twitter thread. I don't know that Dr. Chu has ADHD or not. It, she doesn't say anything about it on her on her Twitter account. And so, you know, who knows? But but let me just read what she says. Here's here's what she said. This this was from September 16th, so just a few days ago. All my papers are late. All my emails go unanswered until a second poke. Except a tiny random sample that I answer within one hot second. All birthday wishes are belated. My grants go in late or not at all, which you know you got to know with what she does, grant applications, that's funding, right? That's really important yeah. stuff. So they go in later, not at all. Workouts have gone out the window. So have quotas on chocolate. I'm reading a half dozen novels at odd hours. My kids have unlimited iPad time. Their nails are not trimmed. My house is dusty. I probably owe you a call. I often cope by shopping online for accessories that will startle people in future Zoom calls. She says, I changed six light bulbs yesterday and my husband and I agreed it was a, satisf a highly satisfactory uh, day's accomplishment. Um, she said, I also decided that censoring myself by not swearing during talks is too much of an effort. So know if you invite me, I'm swearing unless they send extra sustenance ahead of time. See earlier comment about chocolate so that I have the energy. And she goes on. This is like 
there's a couple more tweets in this and I don't want to just keep reading, but she's like, I'm not fine as none of us are. And I'm not short on gratitude either. She's like, don't tell me about, you know, resilience or toughness. I don't need mindfulness tips. I'm not a superhero. I feel deeply normal right now. She says, I'm not a superhero, not virtuous, not exceptional, just a normal human humaning normally. And I'm not going to pretend otherwise. Thanks for commiserating. Yeah. And, and, David told me this, read me this tweet yesterday, and and that sparked this idea for what we're talking about today, because this is the reality of 2020, this dumpster fire of a year. And no, if if that is a physician who probably doesn't have ADHD, because we never heard of her before, if she's reacting to this year like that, what about us? What about those of us who struggle with our executive functioning all the time. Yeah, when when things are going well or 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 not terrible everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and then there's sort of this collective, I mean, you know, one of the things that we're seeing a lot of it for those that are staying at work is this Zoom fatigue, right? You're always on a Zoom call and you know, that so but we're consequently we're sharing these negative emotions with one another which it's nice to commiserate and it's nice to know other people feel like we feel, but it can also become a pity party or it can make us feel worse when we know that people we care about are, are, are feeling badly or having a rough time or whatever. So, and we're also having a rough time of our own. Like nobody is strong enough to just handle this. But Dana, like you said, when you already have executive function issues and you struggle with being motivated, clearly Dr. Chu is saying, I'm not motivated to do anything, you know? Well, we deal with motivation all the time. It's a, it's a, it's an issue that we struggle with unless we get super excited about something. Yeah, forget it, you know? Right. So, right. it's 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 that much worse if you're if you have ADHD and and you're you're listening in 2020. Uh, you're not alone. This is this is tough. This is tough. And David, I don't want to go into a, you know, negative spiral. As you know, that's not the way I act. So, but I wanted to make sure that we knew and that our listeners knew this is normal. Yeah. This is normal. And what you're experiencing, not being able to get motivated. It, we have a hard time getting motivated normally, and we're going to have a harder time to get motivated right now. I mean, that is the reality of what we're living with. Um, many people are eating their way through the pandemic. They're oh, drinking boy. their way through the pandemic. They're, it, we're not exercising. It's this, you know, gaining weight. Um, David just took a drink of it. I hope that's coffee in that mug, David. I'm, I, will, I can neither confirm nor deny. There is caffeine. <laughs> in there mug. is caffeine yeah. in there. And what else? Right. Um, I'm not going to say it. Oh, point. it is yeah. afternoon in Florida. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock uh, in the UK. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, and, and so in normal times, we can't force ourselves to get up off the couch and get stuff done. And now that our systems are collapsed, we're not going to the gym, we're, you know, we're not seeing friends, we're not doing whatever we normally do to keep ourselves healthy and motivated, we're ju it's just worse right now. Yeah. And some of us have picked up new new hobbies. You pointed this out, right? You know, baking your way through the pandemic. It's not just that you're eating differently because the grocery store or getting food, takeout, carry out, delivery, whatever. Like all that's different. Your eating is different. But also some 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 of us are baking. I, I have I have not taken up baking uh, in the pandemic, but I know a lot of people have. And and God, that's gotta make you feel worse if you're if you're eating poorly and drinking a lot. And you know what I mean? 
Like, yeah. There's just so many ways that this year is set up to make things hard. And it makes it all that much more important that we take a breath and think about what we can do. I think, Dana, you, you mentioned uh, when we were talking before, uh, we started to, to put this episode together about unrealistic expectations. Oh my gosh, David, that's another one that I'm hearing from clients and friends, people ADHD and not, um, that when the shutdown first happened, when we were all on severe shutdown, and now we're still, most of us are on some level of shutdown, we had these expectations. Oh man, I've got all this time. I'm going to clean all the rooms, the cupboards, the closets, everything. I'm going to get everything organized. I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm finally going to read War and Peace. I'm, you know, I'm going to do all of this stuff. And then here we are, how many months, six, seven months, eight? I have lost count. Months later. It's still March, isn't it? I, I don't you know. <laughs> like I'm looking forward to April. Maybe there will be a weekend yeah, maybe. soon. I don't know. Yeah, and a long it, time. Yeah. And and we've, we've all this time's gone and we haven't done all the things that we were expecting that we would do. So then it's beating ourselves up instead of just letting it go. It's I have all this time, all this space, all this availability to do all these things and I haven't done them. No, no, and I, 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 I was as you know, Dana. I, I haven't shared on the podcast, and I don't, I don't want to share in detail. But uh, you know, personal challenges that happened in 2019 that made that year hard, and 2020. Part of my thought was, I'm going to move forward from some of that. I'm going to process that. I'm going to, you know, make progress. And and it's like trying to trying to slog through neck deep mud. You you just can't move forward, you know, uh, or at least that's how it's felt at times for me. And so, you know, having ways to think about what's going on and having ways to, you know, step aside and go, okay, it would be unrealistic to expect X, Y, Z, war and peace. You know, yeah. Yeah. Reading it. Not, not not to mention writing it if you're a writer and you're trying to, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. There's so many things. And uh, it's it's just bizarre. So, so yeah. So David, I, I these are the realities of 2020. It's a dumpster fire of a year, and I, I am. My dad calls me the eternal optimist, and that's the way I rock and roll. Same here. Yeah, and usually, <laughs> usually, and I have found well, you know, having your home, your community burned down. Our home didn't burn down. Survivor guilt is real. Um, Having your community burned down, that was sort of like the last nail in my coffin. Um, that was probably an awful metaphor. But anyway, um, it if I find I'm down now, I know everybody else who's not as naturally optimistic as I am is struggling even more. I don't want to leave this call in in a, a swirl of negativity. Agreed. So do you, can we, is there something we can do to give some hope to pull out of the dumpster fire thought of 2020 i i hope is one of those things that's been a little bit elusive for me this year honestly so yeah. i i think but here's what we know right this, this this pandemic will eventually resolve into something less abnormal and and you know the cdc made a prediction who knows whether it's true but they're saying there will be some resemblance of normal life by the third quarter of 2021 yeah Maybe, maybe we can do this. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Maybe one thing we should do, Dana. Honestly, is 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 just recalibrate our expectations. It's not going to be over quickly, but it will shift 
I mean, will yes. there ever be life back to 100% normal? I don't know. Masks may be a part of our existence for the rest you of know, our lives. I don't it, know. I don't think so. I think there's going to be a new normal, and I don't think it's in our normal or, or in our nature to to be mad. I anyway, well, who knows? I don't have a crystal ball. So, sure. that's one thing we can do is is adjust our adjust our expectations to meet the reality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and just and just recognize that you know, people who who have lived through tough times in the past, we we always find ways forward. I mean, we're resilient people, and and this this gets to one of the things that I love about ADHD, Dana. We have the ability to sort of come alive in tough times, yes. That other people do not have, yes. And so. I don't want to maybe be melodramatic here or overplay the 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 hand of cards here but but let's be real. I mean, if you look at at what happened in the Middle Ages, just to use another example of a terrible time, the Black Plague and all this sort of stuff, you have people popping up like Leonardo da Vinci who Oh, I thought you were going to say I'm not dead yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Bring out your dead. Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, no, and I hear that cat, you know, the anyway. Okay. So, but, but you have people popping up and, and, uh, Leonardo da Vinci is a great example. Inventors, artists, um, the, the, it's been said that the, the theory, the, the whole gravity thing, you know, he wrote that while he was on lockdown. In other words, like there are things that happen in us where the Renaissance, the Renaissance evolved because of the black plague. And, and it and it evolved specifically because people like us came alive. Like there's yeah. a there's there's some, even some genetic research on you did the explorer gene. Some of the not to get too lost in the neuro nerd stuff, but when you look at some of the genetic components and the function, the brain function stuff that that correlates with ADHD, it correlates with exactly the kind of people who bring solutions and answers and who who invent and create and do in amazing things in times like this. So maybe if we just give ourselves a minute and say, look, maybe we set aside the expectations that we did have, but let's allow some of our creativity to bubble up. Let's allow ourselves to maybe spot some opportunities. And and I don't want to give life advice here at all, Dana, because I'm <laughs> the last Oh, person. come on. Oh, come on, David. <laughs> no. And what I, I think... I, I like what you're saying. So, you know, step back, accept that you're going through a hard time, give yourself a break, re- reduce the expectations and see what comes from that. Yeah. And see what, see what grows and, and, and rises from this dumpster fire year. The other thing that I want to add in there, David, that's really helped me and my family is we have started these, they're just silly traditions. I mean, this, these rituals we're doing, mm. Friday night is martini night. And I cannot tell you how I look forward to Friday night martini night. It's it's pathetic. I realize, oh my, you know, this it but then I look at it, no, that's not pathetic. There's a ritual there that I'm making my dad who passed away a few years ago. I'm making my stepdaddy. I'm making his martini recipe and Scott and I sit in our beautiful, with our beautiful martini glasses and, and we talk and connect and and have a lovely evening and find those rituals. Can you, and they are little, they're little now. 
Right. Yeah. Don't make them big because it can't be. But wow, that's really neat, Dana. The rituals help. They really do. And and I find for myself, I have to give myself a break in thinking this is really sad that your most exciting thing in many weeks is martini night. But you know what? 2020. I mean, what else is there going on? I mean, we, we can't go to concerts <laughs> or events or, you know, you can't go make that epic travel adventure trip thing that you were planning. You know what I mean? Like martini night, That's does it help you drink less through the week, though, just knowing that martini night's coming up? On- <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, well, we're I, I'm pretty good about monitoring my alcohol intake, but most of the time. But anyway, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I've done that has really helped this year too is I've listened to a lot of audiobooks while I'm doing other things, and and that I've enriched my life. I, I, like I've spent more time listening this year than ever, and mm-hmm. I, I I think I can attribute some of that to the pandemic um, because you know I would have been doing other things. If, if, yeah. You know, and since I'm not, so that's been great because I've been able to ingest a lot of great material and take it in. Um, I've also, I've got a lifeline and I'll give a shout out to this group of people that are, they're connected to the WordPress community, which is, which is, you know, the software that we use for marketing and Dana, your website's built on WordPress. There's this group that, that it, we have kind of a group chat going as a group text messaging kind of chat thing going. And, and I, I, I was invited into this group in November of last year. And at first I was like, oh, this is crazy. There's so much going on in this group. How do these people get anything done? Because there's messaging going on all the time. But you know what? It has been a lifeline this year. Yeah, good. So what I'm hearing you say, David, is we're finding whatever lifeline we have, whatever we can find. And celebrate it and connect with people however you can. And and it makes a difference. Man, it It has made a difference. Yeah, It really does. It really does. So it's different than we were expecting. We need to relax and let go of those expectations. We need to give ourselves a break. We need to find whatever little glimmers of joy we can in this dumpster fire of a year. And for those of you who do not have ADHD and what you're experiencing now, we experience this all the time. That tweet David read earlier, that is the life I used to live and still gl- pieces of it glimmer through. That is the life most of my clients live where we're behind and we're frustrated and we, you know, it's, we're overwhelmed and things just seem totally out of control. So I, I, if, thank you. And amen to that, because that was one of my first thoughts when I read her Twitter thread was like, welcome to the world of someone with, you know, executive function issues. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Dr. Chu, that you're experiencing this, right? And and everybody else who doesn't, and I assume she doesn't have ADHD, but like anybody that doesn't have ADHD, but you're experiencing this, I'm sorry that you're experiencing it, but maybe have a little compassion on people who struggle with this all the time, no matter what's going on in their right. life. Right. No matter where they are, what they are, this is this is life and it's it's not made up. And maybe you're realizing now, as you listen to this, ADHD isn't made up. This is what we deal with all the time. And Dana, I appreciate what I, one of the things I heard you say, if I can reframe it it, or rephrase it is just have some compassion on yourself. And maybe we can all have some compassion on one another too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. Give everybody and yourself a break because we got a dumpster fire year. Hopefully it's limited to a year. Maybe hopefully the dumpster fire doesn't spread to 2021. We don't know. 
We don't know. I mean, we know that the election in the U.S. will be over, you know, at maybe, some point. Maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah. You said, uh, you're, you're from Florida. You guys are always – no, we're not going to go politics. We're not doing you, politics. But, but, but that, 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 will, that will come to an end. You know, just like the pandemic, that, there will, this, this, this election cycle will be <laughs> over at some point. Oh, and, and okay. you know, the economy will improve. Like, so anyway, but yeah, let's anyway, have some David, compassion. So like compassion, reduce those expectations, find glimmers where you can get joy and hope. And David, I'm looking at the clock and you and I both have got hard stop deadlines today. We yep. got to wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening today. If you have a comment, a thought, a question, a, a, a reaction, a snide remark, uh, something, um, visit us online at kicksomeadhd.com and uh, find today's episode uh, on there. You can make comments there. You can find us on Facebook, kicksomeadhd, Twitter, Kick some ADHD. We want to hear from you and let us know what, what is this year like for you? What, what thoughts do you have to add? And um, Dana, I know we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming next week, which yes, would be great. So, if we knew what it was. Well, it's, it's all about who you tell about your ADHD <laughs> and who you don't tell. Oh, okay. So, that's right. Thank you. I, yeah, I'm glad I one of us reads our notes. Yeah, it's all good. No, it's all good. <laughs> all right, everybody take care of yourselves, please. Yeah. We think you're the best. All Bye, right. David. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com. Kick Some ADHD.